right, guys, welcome to Farm Talk Episode 9. We are, uh, yeah, we're close to number 10. Um, it feels like we've been doing this for a while, um, but we're still not at podcast number 10 yet. So I guess we're still uh, newbies at this a little bit, but it's just Jack and I again this week. Um, winter is a slow time for us, and we are moving slowly about getting guests on. Um, so yeah, um, this week we're talking a little bit about... Um, Kind of something that I've shared a lot about on LinkedIn, um, but we kind of want to start hitting on a lot this year is just uh, what does it look like to, if you're in agriculture, share your story in agriculture, um, connect with people, connect with people you might not usually um, connect with. And then on the flip side, if you're a consumer, we also kind of want to talk about like, hey, who are people you can follow in the agriculture world um, that we follow that we think are really fun to follow are educational and kind of just give you a taste of what agriculture looks like in its different aspects. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about this week. Um, I'm excited. I've got a whole list of Instagram links that I'm going to rattle off about uh, with all these different people that we're going to share. Um, and that's probably one of the coolest parts about this podcast is we get to talk about all the awesome people that Jack and I have been given the, the chance to connect with and uh, just learn from. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. This is a, uh, I get this is kind of how like we started. You know why why we started what we're doing now is to you know tell farmers stories, and this is what you know I started doing. I guess two years ago, just taking pictures of farms, and so uh, I'm excited to talk about you know the importance of it, and I think it's super important for farmers to you know share what they're doing and also kind of share some of the facts that a lot of people might not know if they aren't on the farm. Cause I think a lot of people, you know, that don't know farmers or who haven't worked on a farm hear all these quote unquote myths of, you know, Oh, you know, herbicides are killing us, blah, blah, blah. But you know, when you're, when you aren't connected to the farm, it's, you just read that and you just keep scrolling on Instagram or Facebook. But I feel like, when you're when you're connected to the farm and even you know if you just follow a couple farmers on instagram you know you can kind of see and hear their story and what they're doing and realize you know a lot of the ag industry is made up of small family farms that you know their ancestors have been doing it for hundreds of years and so i think it's kind of cool to see on instagram all the farmers who have been posting lately and you know some of the new ones that are starting to post Mm-hmm. yeah no it's uh it's cool um i feel like social media has officially taken the ag world and you know i think there's a couple examples we'll mention later on that have really like kind of pushed hey like what does it look like to you know share your story on social media but also hey like can we bring this in as like a revenue source for the farm you know like i know for a lot of guys, it's really helpful having that supplemental income of like, hey, you know, like I have a YouTube channel that I make some money off of or things like that. And, you know, they never really brag about it, but it's just kind of cool um, just seeing how social media and YouTube have kind of given farmers a chance to share stuff and connect with people they usually wouldn't. Um, I don't think a lot of people who live in cities get the opportunity to um connect with farmers and ranchers very often but because of youtube you know like you have the chance to follow along like hey what does a year look like on a farm in iowa minnesota or a ranch in montana and i think it's just 
it's really cool to see that. I know I've learned a ton of stuff from like watching YouTube channels like Cola Corn Star or like you talked about Jack Millennial Farmer. Um, and it's just like, man, like, first of all, it highlights, man, this is a big industry. Um, there's a lot of different things going on. I mean, there's a little something a little different on every YouTube channel you would watch or Instagram cha- Instagram page you would follow. Um, but on the flip side, it's also like really cool to see the hot like farmers and ranchers being highlighted as people, not just as, you know, this figure of like, hey, like you are a person. That's your face. That's you talking. That's your story on the Internet that people can partake in and learn from. And I don't know. I think it's just something that's so needed and can be so helpful for so many people um, who work in the industry, but also people who don't work in it. Yeah, I remember like when so I started for those listening that don't know me very well, I started taking pictures on farms. I guess around the time I turned 16 and 17, around that time frame. And I remember, you know, when I was like 14 and 15, I had never been on a farm before. And I started watching MN Millennial Farmer and Larson Farms and a couple other of those big YouTubers. And that platform gave me a way to watch what they're doing on the farm. But also, I learned a lot just from, you know, watching their videos of them harvesting or planting or spraying. And so even though I had never been on a farm before, I still had a connection to, you know, knowing what they're doing and also learning a little bit about, you know, how my food gets to the plate. And so that that's a cool aspect that, you know, 20 years ago, we would have never been able to say we could do. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, as a as a California boy, I feel like I don't think I'd ever wanted to farm as much as I did when I was, you know, like. I started farming and I was like, oh man, this is a lot harder than some people make it look. But there was a lot of times where I'd be, you know, plowing snow or doing something else. And I just have on the background, just a YouTube video of a farm guy talking from his tractor. And I was like, man, like that sounds like a lot of fun. I would love to do that. It's so cool that like, that's a life some people get to live. And then I got it. I got the chance to actually farm and do that. And it was like, Oh wow, this is really hard. This is a lot harder than the internet makes it look. (laughs) But on the flip side, I was like, this is everything that they talk about. You know, it is hard, but it is super rewarding. It is super fun. Um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of cool to see. I, uh, yeah, I think big, big, big fan, big fan of farm tubers, big fan of Instagram farm people. I don't know what they call it. I know, the people on TikTok call themselves farm talkers. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't really run in that circle. Um, ag Twitter is a lot of fun. I've learned that. Um, there's a lot of farmers on Twitter who like to share their opinions and like to. That's when like the real raw side of farmers come out, and they just <laughs> man, Twitter's cutthroat. The people on Ag Twitter. Are I haven't, I haven't made you guys it to are TikTok on here yet. and you're or to, uh, Twitter yet. Just, just stay out. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just there's a certain filter that just drops yeah. whenever anyone gets on. Uh, gets yeah. on TikTok. I, I just, I just made it on TikTok. So I don't know. I don't know how long it'll be till I make it on Twitter. <laughs> I think. Yeah. You know, you said a minute ago talking about how, you know, farming is very tough, but it's also very rewarding. I think that's one of the things that it's important for, and a lot of farmers on Instagram and you know YouTube. Are good at this it's important to show the true side of farming and so you know like i've seen it's easy to like portray farming as oh it's you just get to drive in a tractor all day and 
you know, listen to the radio and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, sometimes it can be a little harder to get your phone out when the tractor's broke or when something in the grain bin's not working right and it's, you know, 100 degrees in there. And so I think farmers have done a good job on social media kind of showing all the aspects of it because I think, Mm -hmm. you know, if you aren't connected to the farm, all you see them do is drive a tractor. And so, I mean, you don't see them working on Mm -hmm. equipment at the shop or any of that. And so, you know, that it could give that image of, oh, I mean, farmers don't do that much. But I think a lot of these guys on social media and that's, I think one of the benefits of social media is just kind of, I don't know, giving you like a backstage pass almost to what farmers have to go through and not just, you know, it's not just them driving a tractor all day. Yeah. And it's also like, I know a lot of them do Q and A's and you get the opportunity to ask people like, Hey, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing there? I don't know. There's just some really good opportunities to like actually connect one-on-one with people who work in the industry and who do grow your food. Um, yeah, I think that's really cool. Like being able to look at someone and say, Oh man, like you're a professional, you work in this, uh, field, you know what, you know, you're sitting in a tractor and you're doing a live stream or you've got a Q and a on your Instagram story. And it's just an opportunity to connect once again, like with them and to hear their perspective on things. And so I think that's really important too, is like, there is like, there is a communication bridge that can be formed by like actually following along with people in agriculture and you kind of just get hooked after a while. You kind of get like, oh man, like it's spring planting. <laughs> like what's going to go wrong in spring planting yeah. or it's harvest time. And you know, what's going to break during harvest or all the little things that happen in between all that. Or, you know, if you're like, I know I follow this one gal and they are, they're in spring calving right now. And so they are doing like a 30 day Instagram calving vlog thing. That's really cool. It's like every single day you get to come along and see, Hey, what's going on with spring calving? What's going on in the cattle industry? I don't know. It's just cool. And like that stuff that you wouldn't even think to know about until you're just scrolling through your social media one day and you can get on rabbit holes too. I mean, one of my favorite parts about getting on Instagram is knowing that my Instagram algorithm is specifically trained to just show me tractor videos and farmer videos. And it's just, it's really nice being able to like hop on there and be like, okay, there's a lot going on here. Um, what can I learn today? <laughs> yeah. So that's why I like following along. I don't know oh, yeah. about you, Jack, but like, it's just cool. I just, it's a cool environment and like everyone there is super nice. There's so many people I've gotten to connect with and talk to that I never would have. And, you know, people who live everywhere from Saskatchewan, Canada, all the way down to, you know, Texas, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. I started, so, you know, I didn't grow up on a farm. I didn't know any farmers um, when I was growing up. And so starting, you know, my social media account and, posting you know just agriculture i didn't know anybody in the ag industry and so like when you look at it today you know two two and a half years down the road it's so cool to see all the people i've connected with and have gotten to meet through just social media because i mean growing up a lot of parents are like oh social media is bad you know you shouldn't be doing that but when you use it correctly i mean it's a great way to network and share what you're doing because i mean I think a lot of companies are starting to realize that now with how important social media is to reach, you know, the next generation. Cause I mean, every kid now is on Instagram and TikTok, especially. And so if these companies 
start posting pictures or videos of what they do. And, you know, I've seen that pretty common in the construction industry where they'll just Mm -hmm. post all sorts of videos. And I mean, that'll end up in classrooms, that'll end up everywhere. And that's, I guess, given, you know, that industry a little bit more, I don't know, it's opening up that industry to new eyes because, you know, they're reaching more people that their parents might not even be in that industry. Like my parents didn't farm, but through YouTube, I started, you know, I found an interest in watching Zach and, you know, Larson Farms plant and harvest and all that. And sure enough, here we are Mm -hmm. now talking about it on a podcast. And so, you know, Uh it worked. There's not YouTube and social media isn't just a waste of time. Yeah. How did you end up meeting the uh, Henderson Farms guys? For you not in the ag world, um, Henderson Farms is featured on Extreme Ag, which is an ag media platform, as well as um, Corn Warriors. They're very frequent guests, or not even guests, competitors (laughs) on Corn Warriors, which is a corn-growing reality TV show, which when you say that to someone who's not in the ag industry, that sounds like the nerdiest (laughs) thing ever. But it's really cool. Corn Warriors is really fascinating. It's it's a fun show to watch. But uh, So basically, so my roommate right now, Spencer, that's his family farm. And so growing up, I was in youth group and I went to church with Spencer and his family and they always talked about this farm. I had never been to it. And, uh, and I remember him talking about the grain bands and, Oh, it's harvest time. It's spring planting, all that good stuff. And so I guess two or three years ago, um, I went out there and I was just like, you know, I'm going to go out there and see what all this talk is about. And so I went and brought my camera and we, we got some cool sunset pictures of them spraying wheat. And I didn't even go out there with him. I just went out there and I sent him the pictures later that night. Uh, and I just asked him, hey, is this y'all's farm? I got some cool pictures. And uh, <laughs> sure enough, that led to me going out there, I guess, during wheat harvest a couple weeks later. And uh, we rode around and got pictures. And uh, after that, I just went out. I think I went out there just about every day during wheat harvest. I, I remember that year. I got my wisdom teeth taken out, which was like, I don't know, it was, it was right before wheat harvest. And so I took off work. I worked at a bike shop at the time. I took off work for a week and a half because I was like, you know, I don't know how bad this is going to be. I'll just take off work. Well, the next day they started wheat harvest. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go out there. I don't have work. And so I went out there every single day after I got my wisdom teeth taken out till I had to go back to work. And, uh, I don't know. It's a it's a cool story because like I had never been to a farm, and then I got connected with them, and you know I met Chad Henderson, which he's he's the main one who's on the TV show, and he's one of the founders and owners of Extreme Ag. But um, I'm thankful that's opened up a ton of doors because they have a lot of companies that come in through Extreme Ag who do tiling projects or different chemical companies. And so that'll kind of, you know, going back to those companies wanting to get an online presence, you know, in the past couple of years, those companies have started to, I guess, you know, look at pictures and social media being a, a way to grow the business. And so a lot of them have started trying to be more active on that, all that stuff, which has helped because when I'm out there in the field and they see me taking pictures, usually that leads to, hey, you want to, you know, get some pictures for us. And so I'm thankful for 
how all those doors opened up. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I I think it's uh the extreme ag stuff. If you're in the farm world, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to follow. Oh yeah, there's with, a lot of uh, science into it. There's I, that's one of the things going back to like I'd never you know really known much about ag, and then stepping foot on their farm, and you know most farmers will do different trial you know programs and they'll see you know what works best for them but if you want to see a you know a big you know trial field operation go to henderson farms they if you look on extreme ag you'll see that they do a lot of trials but just about every single field at some point has a a small little trial field on it and so he might be testing chemicals he might be testing seed treatments i know he has a cool seed treatment trial going on right now with his wheat and uh and different strip till you know practices it's super cool but that could be a whole nother podcast how much of the, yeah i was gonna say how much of that stuff does he share um he shares most of it so how extreme ag works um for those that haven't heard of it it's basically a platform where there's around eight farmers and they do all these different trial um projects and trial fields and so it's basically to help other farmers you know, learn how to do certain practices. And so it basically simplifies that learning curve. And so he he shares a lot of the stuff. There's still some stuff with corn that he won't share, but um, there's a lot of the stuff that he'll share. And, but, you know, it goes back to like this year, we had a really bad drought. And so a lot of the trial stuff, he couldn't really share just because with the drought, I mean, you couldn't, it was hard to, yeah, not a lot of good. And so that, yeah. that was one of the bad things about the drought is like you could tell that it helps the corn in some spots, you know, different programs just because of how the other corn looks compared to it. But when you get it, you know, on a spreadsheet or something, it's hard to compare it when you have, you know, multiple nights that are super hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Whole another episode. Crop. Uh ideal yeah. crop growing conditions how <laughs> yeah, sidetracked uh, that'll be a fun summer one if uh we have if we end up having some droughts across yeah. the u.s bring someone on hey if you're in an area that regularly gets drought let us know we'll bring you on if it's dry or if it's not dry you know you can still come on yeah. and talk about hopefully drought. it's not dry this summer um, hopefully we get some rain yeah it was crazy i mean i know guys who bear like i mean even in iowa which I was usually pretty wet and we have good corn and soybeans. There are some guys who had to do crop insurance on their soybean crop. And it's just crazy. It, pretty, it was like, there's uh, a highway 35. It's kind of one of the dividing, you know, highways of Iowa, everything West of there was super dry. So like Nebraska and all those States, yeah. I don't know the rest of them. Sorry guys. If you live in those states. <laughs> we got, so we have a, uh... I guess the the majority of the corn at Henderson Farms was under irrigation this summer, which worked out, and uh, and that wasn't planned. That was just kind of how the crop rotation worked. But I think out of almost three thousand acres of corn, just under, I think they had to disc under maybe three hundred acres, and so the rest they were able to harvest. Granted, a lot of the dryland stuff didn't make much, but they were still able to harvest. Mm-hmm. But there were there was one field that was pretty big that uh, it wasn't even worth harvesting, which was pretty really? unfortunate. Yeah, but they get, I mean, they got, that's what insurance is for and farmers plan for that, but it's still, you still hate to see all that work that you 
put in from spring planting to spraying and all that be wasted. Uh huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting dynamic. You know, farm. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna go on about. It. I'm gonna get on a <laughs> tangent. All right, let's switch over to let's talk about who should you be following. Who are people in the agricultural world that you like to follow? I Jack? like so. So one of the first ones, which he's been on this podcast before, is uh, Root and Riggs. And so he's granted he's not necessarily on the farm. Like he's not a farmer. But if you want to see what some of the new equipment looks like and, you know, kind of see the background of, of I guess, a John Deere dealership, you need, you need to follow Root and Riggs on Instagram. He posts some cool stuff. But um, there's mm-hmm. a whole list of farmers. There's a lot of farmers who, you know, are straight from the farm. They post stuff directly from their farm. Um, Larson Farms is one of mm-hmm. them which we mentioned earlier in ag with Emma. She's a cool one. She, so a little background on her, I guess she, she didn't grow up on a farm or she didn't grow up on a, you know, grain farm. She got on a harvest crew this past summer and, uh, and started taking pictures and videos and all that stuff. Well, she went viral and now she has like what a hundred, she has over a hundred thousand followers yeah just absolutely crazy which was crazy and you know she was posting pictures of everything that a harvest crew does and i guess if you don't know if you haven't been around ag a harvest crew is basically a, a company that if a farmer can't hire his crops or if he needs help harvesting his crops you know whatever the case may be he'll hire a car a harvest crew to come in and basically they bring you know four to eight combines however big it is and uh they'll bring all the equipment they need and they'll just go and cut your crops for you and so it it, she showed i had never really seen that and the picture she showed in the video she showed it looks like a fun job but you know you get to travel and you get to drive tractors i mean that's it'd be tough it'd be long hours but that'd be a fun job yeah, and there's also just there's not a lot of other places where you're gonna see like other than custom harvest crews and maybe a couple really big farms where you have, you know, three to five combines rolling through a field with a bunch of grain carts. I mean, it's a it's a big operation and there's a lot of money and machinery that's all moving around. It was just it was cool to see what and like going back to the social media is like, you know, Emma did that all with her iPhone mostly in the cab of a tractor. You know, like it's just it's just crazy, like how and it's just because it's such a fascinating thing. And she put so much time and effort into like showing everything that's going on. I don't know. It's just it's really encouraging to see like and it shows that there's like there's no way all 100,000 of those people all work in agriculture. I'm sure there's plenty of people from TikTok and Instagram who are all way younger and don't like know about agriculture, but think, wow, that's really cool. And it's just such a cool way to, you know, get people interested, get younger people interested. Like, hey, like, this is what's going on. Like, this is just one aspect of a massive industry. And so, yeah, Ag with Emma is definitely a good one to follow. I'm hopefully going to meet her this week at the the Farm Machinery Show. It's in two days. I'm supposed to be there tomorrow night. But uh, we'll see. But who else? Do you have anyone else? So. No, I think that's about it. I mean, there's – I could list 20 different other farmers. But I think that's, you know, the – the top of the list what about you 
Oh man, I've got a really <laughs> long list. Um, let's see. I've got um, Agronomist Matt. Um, if you guys don't know who what Agronomist, oh, you guys should like. If you're a regular listener, we had an Agronomist on our podcast where we talked about what an Agronomist does and their knowledge of the soil. So Agronomist Matt, he uh, he lives in California. He does a lot of stuff with uh, fruit trees down there which if you guys didn't know california is the largest agriculture state in the u.s um fun fact if you didn't know now you know um california's primary uh economic income is from agriculture not a lot of people know that because california is a huge state with a ton of people in it um so but he's down there um he posts some really funny instagram reels i think are hilarious um oakley stevenson um Oakley, sorry, I haven't called you in a while. I'm going to at some point. Um, he runs a feedlot operation and a uh, he also runs a custom corn silage harvesting operation um, out in Wyoming. Um, he posts some really funny stuff as well. He's super into guns, so if you enjoy that stuff, he posts a lot of that. But um, he goes, he he'll post stuff of you know their uh, manure spreader breaking down or something broken on the chopper, and he's just a funny guy. He's got such a funny personality. He's just he's hilarious to watch. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going, guys. Uh, Big Sky Carolyn, she is out in Montana, hence Big Sky, um, but she runs a little ranch with a bunch of sheep and a bunch of uh not a bunch of cows she has her own cows but mostly sheep um she does a lot of regenerative um agriculture stuff rotational grazing um it's been really cool to see her business like grow over the past few years into what it is today so she does direct to consumer um beef and lamb sales um she also does some really cool stuff for like agriculture ad advocacy which is pretty cool um, kind of along those same lines, uh, Natalie Kovarik, I think that's how you say your last name. Um, she's kind of in the same boat, does a bunch of stuff with cows. I think they're in Nebraska, her and her husband, um, have a couple hundred cows and they do her and this other gal, uh, Tara, who works on a dairy farm. There will be links to all these in the description, by the way, guys, I'm sorry for not explaining that. Um, they run an organization called Elevate Ag which is really cool. Um, Elevate Ag is kind of uh, similar to what we do, just kind of like help bridge the gap, but they have a podcast called Discover Ag as well, which is, um, it brings a lot more current agriculture news down to the consumer level. And that's really fun to listen to. Like I'd highly recommend checking out their podcast because they have, uh, do a lot better research on the topics they talk about. Not that we don't research our topics, but we, choose to bring guests on but they actually work in the industry more than we do so it's cool to listen to their perspective um once again links will be both man i'm just going on i'm rambling guys um another guy grabo farming he's over in germany he's not actually a farmer but he's what i would probably dub him the world's greatest agriculture photographer um i share his photos on my story quite often because they're just phenomenal photos um yeah that's uh that stuff is I'm just a little jealous. I like I anytime I'm like taking photos, like what would Grabo do right now taking these photos? Uh he's good. Um another one, Ag uh, Aviation Adventures. Um they are a crop dusting company. Um they used to work for someone else, but actually just this year they bought they bought their own ag uh 
crop dusting business. And so I'm excited to see what they're doing. But they, I mean, their videos are just sweet because they're in a crop duster. They've got some cool drone videos of crop dusting. It's it's really cool to see what they do because crop dusters are like slightly mentally insane. Sorry if you're a crop duster and listening to this because it is just, you're flying fast, low to the ground, around a lot of power poles, like just absolutely crazy. Uh, who else do I have? Uh, Royland Sprain, uh, he runs a custom spraying business. So he runs a fleet of sprayers and does a bunch of custom spraying, uh, during the summer months. Um, we're going to try to have him on at some point. I've been meaning to call him once again. I'm really bad at calling people. Sorry guys. Um, yeah, that's all I have on my list. I know that was a, like a lot of rapid fire stuff, guys. Um, I'd highly recommend like following them if you are not in the agriculture industry, just because it's really cool to see all the stuff they do. Um, as far as YouTubers go, Cole the Corn Star does a lot of cool educational stuff. Millennial Farmer, Larson Farms, Laura Farms. Oh, there's so many good farm tubers out there. Uh, who else? Uh, Welker Farms up in Canada. They've got big bud tractors. Those are super sweet. Oh, I can go on and on, guys. Um, I just say, if you have time, just follow a couple of them. If you have time, watch a YouTube video of one of these people's. And after a while, you'll kind of get into this circle of people that all work in agriculture. And I don't know, it's just a bunch of fun. And especially like with the internet, a lot of these people will talk to each other or tag each other and stuff. And it's just kind of cool seeing the internet ag community come together. And I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm done rambling. Do you have anything to say Not, about that, no, Jack? <laughs> I think you hit most of it. I think the only other thing would be, uh, you know, and this isn't like a sales pitch for our social media, but one of the things that I kind of started doing a couple, I guess last year on my social media, was I have a team of farmers who, heck, it's probably, it's probably 30 or 40 different farmers at this point who let me use some of their footage. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know what I'm talking about, but I'll... I post different video from all over. And so obviously I can't travel to all these different places. I'm a full-time student. And so mm -hmm. these farmers have let me kind of share some of their stuff. And so I try to keep, I try to post, you know, I started Timber Solutions kind of focusing on Alabama agriculture and especially at Henderson Farms. But if you look on there now, it's, there's a lot of different farms that are kind of all over. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that both you and I try to do is share what farmers are doing all over and what practices they're doing. And so, like, you might see, I posted a video a couple weeks ago of um, somebody strip tilling with a new 8RX in the snow. And so, and then, you know, there's another one, and that was a popular one. And, uh, and then there's a couple more videos of, you know, just like spraying, um, uh, soybeans or, you know, spraying corn and talking about, you know, what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. And so like, if, if you, if you go and follow any farmer, you are going to learn something. They almost all the farmers on social media that I follow don't just post a picture and they don't explain it. Like they're going to explain what they're doing. And let's say they're putting out fertilizer They they'll probably say what fertilizer they're putting out. And you know, that way, if you, if, a CNN article pops up about rising fertilizer prices. You would have had no connection to that article, you know, if you weren't a farmer until, you know, if you saw a picture of somebody spraying fer fertilizer, it's like, oh, 
farmers are actually doing that. You know, it's not some figment of the imagination, you know? Oh, no. Yeah, I just yeah. And that's kind of how like I got all roped into it originally. It was just, you know, like having like a slight curiosity is like, oh, that's kind of cool. That kind of morphed into like, oh, shoot, like this affects every part of my life. Like I want to try, you know, I want to try my hand at farming. I want to learn something about this. Um, yeah. And so I'd say, yeah, you know, just dip your toes in a little and there's a lot you can learn. I mean, there is just so much and like, it's a, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down and I don't think you'll be disappointed, um, in the information that you'll learn. Um, and Hey, maybe you'll want to be like, Hey, I think I want to give my hand at farming. I've never done it before. I have no idea where to start, but, uh, Hey, if you get to that point, like, heck, you know, give it a shot. I am so lucky to have been given the chance to even like step into agriculture in like the smallest way. Um, but it changed my whole perspective and has created a lifelong love of this industry. And like, I, I never shut up about <laughs> it. Like I, I'm thankful that I live in a state surrounded by agriculture because everyone's like, oh yeah, like that's what goes on here. Like if I lived in the middle of a city where no one talked about farming, I think I'd go crazy. And so, yeah, guys, I think that's all we have for you. Um, we'll leave links in the description to all those things. Um, please follow along. Like, the goal of this podcast is to continue to educate, continue to connect you guys with those types of people, um, and to hopefully on our end also start to be bringing more educational content um, down the road, you know. And so, yeah, I don't know. That's all. I say I don't know a lot, guys. Like, if you think, man, he says, um, and I don't know a lot, it's because I do. I know it. Um, but podcasting is hard. Talking <laughs> for 30 minutes is kind of hard sometimes. I, you know. I'm not that bad at talking. I can talk a lot. But anyways, I think the only thing I would add is uh, I know there's probably a couple of farmers on here listening. And if you if you're one of the ones that, you know, post a lot of stuff on social media, keep it up like that. That's one of the best ways yeah. that people in the ag industry can have a voice and, you know, show what they're doing in their you know everyday lives, whether that's planting, spraying, you know, keep up sharing all that stuff to, you know, bring more awareness to this industry mm -hmm. amen amen all right well i think that's all we have for you guys um we'll hopefully have some guests on next week uh well two weeks from now um we're also still trying to get to two episodes a week down the road or sorry one episode a week not two <laughs> yeah watch out clayton <laughs> uh one episode i just i do not have time for that Anyways, um, thanks for listening. Uh, leave us a review, follow us, um, share with your friends. Um, I'm going to try to get this one on Google Podcasts. So if you're a first-time Google Podcast listener, uh, welcome. Uh, I was told by someone we need to be putting it on Google Podcasts. So I'm working on that, guys. Um, it's going to be coming to YouTube soon as well with our new ag media platform that we still haven't revealed the name of, I don't think. Um, but we're getting there. Things are happening. We're excited. Um yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check out some of those people. Seriously, like, if anything, follow those people. So that's all. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>